is Gemara and Beitza Daf Yud Gimel. All the learning for this month, the month of Tishrei, the month of all the Yom Taifim, has been generously sponsored. The Schos for Shleim of Shleim and Ben Yita Merz Hashem. The learning the entire Chabura should be a tremendous Schos for his Rufu Shleima, as well as all the other Chaylim Shul Yisav Ben and Yefreid Amen and Vegel Chaim Misal Shem Simin Reitz Azhar Bas Kenandi Basimus Chayisayi Shalom Mendel Eliad the President Shavlei Shalom Azami Vashavigur Shirachanish Mol Matiel Din Mechan Rizim Chayim Asina Adin Eidam Eshin Mendes Vim Vegur Nechal Esunas Eluhuva Rivka Vashem Natal Simin Chalaster we're holding at the bottom of Yud Beis and Beis. We little ran through the last Gemara, so I like to uh, rewind a bit and go up eight lines from the bottom and learn this last story again. You can actually see if I highlighted the key points, but we're just going to read the whole story through a little bit faster. Says the Gemara Ashbazinchei. Excuse me. So this, uh, the host, the innkeeper had, what do you have? Bundles of chardla of mustard stock. And Amr he said to him, I'm let it crumble the pod. It's a mustard seed inside some sort of pod. I'm let it crumble the pod in order to get the seeds out on Yantif. Basically a fundamental shayla. We know there's a mlach of dash, of threshing, of getting rid of the outside, getting out the inside, threshing wheat, threshing uh, grain, Etc. Is that applicable on Yantif? Can I do it to the mustard? Amar Leis responded, excuse me, he didn't have an answer. So that was the first Rabba Barachan and didn't know what to say. I don't know if you're allowed to do this. So they came in front of Rabba and Amar Leis Rabba responded, I'll tell you what the law is. You let it be melel melilois. You let it rub melilois of ears of grain. Important word, as we're going to see a lot about that today. As well as says rabba, you allow to be mefarchin kidneys. You let it crumble legumes, these mustard and these type of items. You let it crumble the pods to get to the inside seeds and yantif. So rabba says there's no problem. Avai asks one second. He says in our brayso, melilois me erev shabbos lemachar on yantif. And this price we're going to deal a bit with more in the uh, towards a little bit more of today's daf. So we'll come back to exactly what's going on over here. But let's first read it fast to get the question. It says you let it rub these pods in Arab shops, and the next day you could blow away the husks. And you can eat it. Have a little bit kind of a damchli. You can't separate it in a specialized utensil, a funnel or a large plate, which is actually a medium level utensil for buyer. Similarly, let it crumble the pods in Erev Yantif, the next day on Yantif, let it blow from hand to hand, you even let it use specialized utensils. You can't use the highest level, you can't use a board, receive the highest level utensils of buyer. But what do we see clearly in this Raisa? Clearly, it says in this brace that these legumes, these pots, when are you allowed to crumble them? On Erev Yantif. However, on Yantif itself, lo, you're not allowed to. Answers the Gemara. And that, again, that was a Bayi's question on Rav. Answers the Gemara. Classic Eteritz. Just because the first part of the brace said Erev Shabbos, second part of the brace said Erev Yantif. But really, on Yantif, there's no problem. And now, says the Gemara, based on this price, so we can ask a question back on what we said a bit ago yesterday. Im Kane, if that what you're saying is true, then we have a problem. 
What's the problem? We found the case that you could have truma and you're allowed to separate the truma on Yantif. But yet, what did our Mishnah teach us yesterday? Truma, you're not allowed to do on Yantif. So you can't compare truma. Yesterday was discussion was comparing truma to Chala and to other Matana Iskuna. But what do we see, says the Gemara? We see that you could separate truma. The whole question was that you can't separate truma, so it's not comparable. But we see clearly in this price that you're allowed to separate truma on Yantif. Answers the Gemara Loi Kasha. Really, what's Salacha? Really, you let it rub the ears of grain? Really, you let it get rid of the pots? However, moving over to today's daf of Yigimlam and Aleph. Ha-Rebi, Ha-Rebi, Yaisi, Rebi, There's two opinions. When do we say that you're allowed to separate the Truman Yantif? That's Rebi. When did our Mishnah say you're not allowed to separate the Truman Yantif? That's Rebi, Yaisi, Rebi, Yehuda. Titania, as we learned in our rice, Hech, Lashib, Misa. If you bring in the ears of grain in order to make a dough with them, you bring in stalks, Oichal, Memarai, Upaiter. You're allowed to eat from them in a temporary manner, Allah we've seen many times that the only time they have an obligation of a chiyav of meiser is only when the grains, when the item is finished, when you pile it up, when you make a, a smooth out pile, which we're going to see more about today. But, but you're always allowed to eat in a temporary manner. Alright? So says the rice, you brought it in to make dough with it. What's the Allah You're allowed to eat in a temporary manner and there's no true on that. Let's say, why did you bring the grain. You didn't bring it in to make a dough. You brought in the grains to roll it, to get rid of the outside pod, the outside shell, and to get the seeds from the inside. Then, what's the halacha? Or do you then have to think of chuma? Says the Gemara. Rabbi Machayev, you have to think of chuma. Rabbi Yudah, So the answer is the Gemara. We have a contradiction between our Mishnah that seemed to say there's no problem thinking of Maiser and chuma. We have this Mishnah that seemed to say that there is. Says the Gemara. One's Rabbi and one is Rabbi Yudah. When do we say that you have to take off Jumas and Maestris. That's going to be Rav Yisra, Rav Yudah, even if you only brought it in to roll off the outside. And of course, the, the crux of the discussion is what is considered a completion process. Do we say that when I bring in this item in order to eat it in this manner of taking out these inside shells by getting rid of the pod, that's called the normal manner. And therefore, Yochayev Meister says, Shuma says, Rabbi, Rav Yisra, Rav Yudah says, no. Answers the Gemara one second, four lines from the top. There is also a case that you potentially could have a chiv chuman yantif, and therefore it's back to our question. What was our question that the Mishnah said that there's no obligation to separate chuman yantif? And we saw in the Mishnah that there is. We answered up the contradiction, says the Gemara, but even according to Rabbi Yisrael there still is an obligation. Kikoin, what case? You bring in the ears of grain, you bring in these talks to make with it dough, but that. And then you change your mind. And you say, nah, I'm not going to make dough. Who has the time? Forget it. I'll just roll off the pot and eat the inside. In that case, Yantif, the tavla biyayimi became devil, became completed on the day of Yantif. And everyone's going to be a chiv chuma. So even according to Yisrael Yudah, we have a case that's going to be a chiv chuma. Allah answers the Gemara, my chuma, raiv chuma. What did the Mishnah say? That there's no separation of chuma and Yantif is the majority of the cases, but you will be able to find unique specific cases where there is no, where there is, excuse me, when did the Mishnah say that there's no obligation you do not separate Truman Yantif is the majority of cases but you will be able to find unique cases that you do says the Gemara Omar Abayi 
Let's go to the brace that we mentioned a few moments before on the bottom of the base. Let's dissect it a bit deeper. Eight lines from the top. First one of the line is Omar. Omar Rabbi Says Abai, we just had a machlekes Rabbi and Rabbi from Yehuda. When you bring in these stalks of grain, I know we're not farmers, so many of us have a difficulty with these applications, but very simply, you bring in ears of grain, stalks of grain, which has its outside husk, and you get rid of the outside and you get the inside. You could do that for one of two reasons. Either you could do that to crush it up and make flour to make dough, or you could do it to eat the inside seeds. Says the Gemara, says Abaye, excuse me, the debate between Rabbi and Rabbi Yusuf and Rabbi Yudah is only Bikitinius, Bishibalim, excuse me, is only when there's the ears of grain Avul Bikitinius, when you have a case of legumes like our case of beans, then the Briakolos to rice the Tivla, that we make them into a bundle, that creates obligation of Chuma, for the simple reason, that is what they're used for, legumes are used to eat the pots, so once you make a bundle, even though you don't have a proper pile and smoothed out, but that's called the final stage at some level, if everyone will agree, you have to think of Truma. And on that, says Gemara Lima, I'll bring you right to that. Someone has bundles, that's the, the crucial word, but it happens to be of Tilson of Fenu Greek, of Tavel, or is it Koytish Machashev? You let it crush it, Machashev, and think, how much seed is inside this Fenu Greek? And then you can separate from the other seeds, you cannot separate from the stalks. So what do we see very clearly? We see that there's a case that there's going to be an obligation of Truma even when they're in the bundles. Just like Abayi just answered. That once it's going to be a Suraisa, once it's in the bundle, everyone agrees itself you have to think of Truma. As we see clearly over here that once you're in the bundle, there's an obligation to think of Truma. Says the Gemara, my love. So what do we see? That Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yudi, that Ra- Ra- uh, excuse me, that this rice is going with Rav Yaisi, Rav Yehuda. And therefore, on one hand, we says a bundle, yes, has an obligation to take of Chuma. On the other hand, there's a bundle that does not have an obligation to take of Chuma. So, must be there's two different items. When it comes to legumes, then there's an obligation to take of Chuma, like we just answered, because that's the normal way of eating it. When it comes to grains, then it's not. That's exactly what Abayi said. That on grains, there's no obligation. But on legumes, this is the normal process to bundle them up. So, will it be this obligation? The Amar. My love, Rav Yisrael, Rav Yudi says, "Gemara Zav Yisrael, Damer Hasam Lo Itavla Achatavla." And that's how we answered. One is called a legume, and one is called a ear of grain. The legumes have an obligation in the bundles. <coughs> Excuse me, the ear of grains do not. Answers Gemara Loi, Rabbi. Really, we're going with the opinion of Rabbi. He Rabbi says the Gemara Ma'ari Tilson Avil Shibalin Nami. So why do the Brises speak out a case of Tilson, a case of fenugreek, a case of a legume that gets normal teeth inside? Why did it not say a case of Shibalin of regular grains? Because according to Rabbi, even regular grains, and you want to rub them teeth inside, there's obligation of Chuma Elamai Rabbi Yisi Rabbi Yehuda Lashmina and Sharmine Kitnias for Kolshkein Tilson. He could have said it's a case of all other grains, uh, all other legumes. Excuse me. And certainly tells Ella Tilson as usually. So why did the Brisa hone in on this unique case of Fenu Greek? What's special about Tilson? Fenu Greek is a unique creation that the time of the eighth of the tree of the stalk is the same taste as the pre as the fruit. So you would think live for So you also have to separate the stalk. Kamash and that is the Khadija of Yisrael Yudah, that you do not have to separate the stalk. 
And that is how the price concludes this part of the Gemara explaining the opinion of Abaye. As Abaye explained the opinion of Rabbi and Rabbi Yishev Yehuda, again, that the debate was specifically on the Shibalan of the years of grain. But everyone's going to agree that legumes, once they're in the bundle, they have an obligation to take of Chuma because that is a normal process. Igid Amri, and as always, Igid Amri is the second way of learning the exact same thing we said a moment ago. It's going to be the exact same thing, 180 degrees the opposite. Amar Rabbi says the Gemara, Machlaik is Bishibal. What's the Machlaik is Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda? It's by Shibalan by Yerzah Great. Avol Kidney is by Legumes. So a moment ago, what do we say? Everyone holds that the art of you have to of Chuma. According to this Lashem by the Legumes, they recall, Asurais you do not have to think of Chuma. Everyone agrees that they do not have an obligation. Now says the Gemara, we have a question. Meisve asked the Gemara, Meisve asked the Gemara, so do us bundles of fenugreek, you let to think and, eval- and estimate how much there is, how many seeds are in the inside of Mafrashala and separate on the seed, and not on the stalks. My love, what is this case of this fenugreek that you're able to guesstimate and separate how much seed that you think there is? Tevel, Tevel, Shal, Truma, says the Gemara, seemingly, what would the case be? A case of Tevel of Truma. And what do we see? We see clearly that, a, that fenugreek, which is a legume, yet, even though it's in a bundle, we see it has an obligation on Meiser. And you just told me, Kedi Amri, according to this Lashem, what did you just tell me? That everyone agrees that it's not Tevel in the bundle. Answers the Gemara law, it's not what it's referring to. Tavel Tavel shall Chumas Meiser. It's about the Tavel of Chumas Meiser, unique creation, which will hearken us back to the Gemara Eirvin, Gemara Shabbos days. the famous statement of Ravua, Rav Shimon ben Lakish. And let's see what this is. If you did gave a Meiser Rishon early, while it's still in the ears of grain, usually what do you do? You take all your grains, you pile it up, you make a smooth pile. You give Chuma Gedele, you give you give 2% to the kain. So let's say you have your 100 grains, you give two grains to the two bundles, two grains to the kain. You have 98 left. Then you give chumas mice, you give 10% to the levy. Of the 98, you give 9.8. And then you give and the lady's going to give to the coin. What happens if the lady jumps the gun, that instead of first giving the coin his 2%, the lady grabs his 10% first, before the obligation came to give it to the coin. Why? Because it's still in the ears of grain. It's not yet in the pile. That's smooth. The obligation to give to the coin is only when it's in a complete process. So what if the lady comes early and takes his 10% before the coin took his chuma gedaila? What's going to happen? Then instead of the lady getting 9.8 and the coin getting 2, two what's going to happen is, is that the lady he's going to get 10, and the coin is going to subsequently take 10% off of 90, therefore only get 9, and therefore 2% off 90, excuse me, only get 1.8. So the difference is going to be, to make a long story short, that by the levy grabbing his 10% before the coin's 2%, the levy gets an extra fifth. So says the Gemara, what is that lock in that case? Says Ravu in the name of Rish my Lakish, by the way, you went early and you took them well, they're still in the ears of grains, Shemoi Tavlu Lechumas Meiser. It's named is Tevel with regard to Chumas Meiser. And therefore, you're going to continue and that's the case of the Brisa. We'll see more about this in one second. Says the Gemara. You just told me that we're talking about Tevel. Excuse me. You just told me you're talking about Tevel of Chumas Meiser. Kaitish Lomeli. So what's the case and the Brisa, it said you have to take the fenugreek, you got to grind it up, remove the seeds, 
And then think of Chumas Meiser. What's the reason? What should happen? The Levi should tell the Just like I got it, I'll give it to you. Why do I, the Levi, have to go and grind it and then give the coin? I'll give you the coin the same way I got it in the ears of grain. Oh, my Rabbi, you know why? We cannot the Levi. You Levi jumped the gun. You should not have taken your 10% before the guy. And even though what you got was not fully processed grain, you do not get it after it was fine flour. You have to go and grind it up and then give it to the guy. You know why? It cannot for you jumping the gun. Tanami Achi says, Gemara, we've arrived to this point. That took the ears of grain as his maizer, Oysen, our son, Gairin. He has to create the granary and of him, grapes, Oysen, our son, Yainis, create wine. Zaytim, olives, Oysen, Shem, and the Levi has to go and complete the process before the coin gets. Just like Chumagdalit is not taken as we move over to Gimelam and Base. Just like the Chumagdalit is only taken from the Gairin when it's fully completed. From the wine press, and therefore that is the reason why the Levi gets Kanas, gets fined. For what reason? Because you took early. You're not supposed to take before the coin. You jumped the gun. We nail you and we make you finish the process before you go, before the coin goes and gets his amount. Uh, now, one of the dinim that we said in Amun Aleph was Mechashiv. They're allowed to guesstimate. It's a little bit difficult, this Gemara, because it jumps back and forth. Just hold this idea that we just said of a vu of the Levi jumping early before the coin. We're going to get back to there in two minutes. But before that, before we get back to there, we go to a different din that we said in Amun Aleph. What do we say in Amun Aleph? We said, you could estimate how much seed there is, and based off of that estimation, you could give the levy. Says the Gemara Mechashiv. What does it mean you can estimate? You have to measure it. You have to measure. He answers the Gemara. No, Abba Alazar ben Gimalu. There's the opinion of Abba Alazar ben Gimel that holds. Even when it comes to Chumas Maiser, the 10% of the Levi, you'll have to estimate. Meaning, by Chuma Gedailu, the first 2%, that's not an ob- obligation. Midarais is a culture, whatever you want. So you wouldn't have to estimate. When it comes to giving the levy his 10%, that we hold the normal conventional opinion is it needs medida to measure to get the 10% proper. But I love Abelazim and Gimel holds. You can even do that in estimation. The Tanya, as you learn from the price of four lines from the top, Abelazim and Gimel, I'm Reven Nechsev Lechem Tirmaschem. It says in the Torah that you sh- your chuma should be counted for you. What's chumaschem in the plural? So I two different chumas. Achas chuma gedayla. Both of them could be done in estimation. He tells in estimation with thought. says the Gemara, that's not a problem. Kufa and the text of that which we just said a moment ago. Now this is going back to the second case, the case of the top of the Amid. When the lady jumps the gun and takes in the ears of grain before it's fully finished, before the coin takes his two percent. Meiser and I keep on saying two percent, but the rice says cold shoe, but the normal bain and he gives two percent. Says the Gemara. 50th, its name is Tevel for Chumas Meiser. Says the Gemara, my time, but what's the reason? Once it has the Shem Meiser, then it's going to have the din of Chumas Meiser. You're going to have to give it to the Levi. Says the Gemara, let's go a bit further to these two dots, a little bit interesting place. It's the exact same case. You don't give Chumas Meiser. Rish Lakish says, not like we just said a moment ago. And I'm an al, if we said it to Levi 
comes early, takes his 10%, then the coin takes it after, the coin effectively loses out a fifth. Says Rish Lakish, if the Levi comes and takes his 10%, Bishibailin, while steering the year of grain, before you have a proper pile, the halacha is, it's potter from Chuma Gedele, the coin loses out. Shenemar, how do I know that? Says Rish Lakish, and you should separate from him, Chuma Zashem, Maiser, Mina, Maiser, the Pasuk includes, take a Maiser from a Maiser. And from here we explain, says the Gemara, Maiser, Mina, Maiser, Amarti, you take a Maiser from a Maiser. Or you do not take Chuma Gedayla from Maiser. So if the Levi already got his Maiser, got his 10%, the Kayin will not get his 2% afterwards, and effectively the coin is going to lose out from the basis of the Hashem that you only get Meiser from Meiser, not Meiser from Chuma, or Chuma from Meiser. If you're saying is correct, why was the whole case that the Levi jumped the gun? When did the Levi jump the gun? When the grains are still in the ears before they're fully ground, before you have the pile? Ask the Rapapa one second. If you just learned me a Pasuk that told me you do not take off Meiser from Chuma from Meiser, so even if the pile is finished, and you have a nice proper pile. If the lady goes and jumps early, the coin shouldn't get it afterwards. Amar lei, so he responds. Alecha, Amar calls another bossik. We call my shechdechem during my school chumas Hashem. You gotta always think of chuma. Amar royes, ayidgin vayoyidin. How you know one is included, one is not? Because one is called grain and not, and therefore once it's called grain, once it's in a proper pile, even if the lady jumps the gun, the lady does not gain, and the lady will gain a bit. But you're still gonna have to give the coin subsequently. Says the gemara. Once we're on the topic of Meiser, let's equate and bring Meiser home to the Alachas of Shabbos. Tanan also, we're at the two dots about 20 lines down. First one line is Idgan. Tanan also, we learned to the Mishnah, Mekalif, so Ayrim Miklaf, Achas, Achas. Someone who peels barley, you let it peel them one at a time, and you can eat them. But if you peeled a lot and you put it in your hands, at that moment, Chayiv, there's an obligation to take off Meiser, it's a large quantity. You let it peel one at a time and eat it, but once you peel a large quantity, then it's going to be forbidden on Shabbos. Asks the Gemara, Aini, is what you're saying correct? Ask the Gemara, we've two tremendous Gedalim, Rav and Rav they their daughters, their wives, they peeled full cup worths of barley. So you're telling me you only let it do a little bit at a time, but they did a full cup worth. You're right. Let's switch it up. What did the Sefer that Brayse say? This goes back to the first part of today's daft. Someone who's rolling ears of wheat. What's that look after you roll it and get off the house? You could fan from hand to hand. But if you fan and you put it into your lap, you do a large quantity, then then there's an obligation to take off meiser. And on this halacha, the halacha that you're allowed to do a little bit at a time and fan away the husks, and not put it all in your lap and fan away the husks. On this, the Shabbos will be the same, the same qualifications, quantifications with regard to Shabbos, that you'll be allowed to do a little bit of hand to hand and not do a large quantity that goes and sits on your lap. Says the Gemara, Maskev Allah Rav Ask Rav Abraham, you just taught me a din that you only let appeal in small quantities. 
And then there would be no obligation to think of Meiser. For Rachel and Meiser in the Shabbos light, the first part of the Braisa. What did it say? It said that with regard to Meiser, it's no problem. You can do a little bit at a time. But with regard to Shabbos, then it's a problem. And then that we asked, that we saw these Greek Italian that did even large quantities for Shabbos. Ask the Gemara one second, what was the whole premise? It's a very funny thing. If it's a Gemara Melacha, if it's a complete entity that should be the bull for Shabbos. And for Meiser, why are we differentiating? It should be the same halacha. That just whenever with regard to Meiser, you think of Meiser because it's completed. So to for Shabbos, you should be obligated. Why would we split up the two? So Maskev, Lord, Rav Sheishas, Braidur Rav. Edi, as Rav Sheishas, the son of Rav Edi, really? Is it not accurate? For regarding the Meiser, when it comes to Meiser, it's Gaira, and when it's in the fully complete pile, it's not if you start in the Mishnah. Is that regarding the Meiser, Gishuim, Adilu, and Mishay, Yafsiku, the Gishuim, and the Diluyin, the Gorts, and the Cucumbers, the pumpkins, when are they obligated to Meiser? Misha Yafsiku, which comes at the point that the blossoms fall off. Ashleipasku. And when the blossoms did not fall off, when you make a heap in a pile, so when you pile it up, then it has the obligation of Meiser. Similarly by onions, when you make it into a pile. Yet, if you look at Shabbos, so you always your old question, that Shabbos and Meiser should have the same rules, same guidelines. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? No way! We see very clearly that what's Meiser dependent upon? Making it into a pile. On Shabbos, is there anything wrong with making a pile? No, so we see that they're not the same. Says the Gemara, so what are you going to answer me? Such an important rule we spoke about extensively in Gemara and Shabbos. That when it comes to Shabbos, it's not the pure actions that your hands do. It's It's a production action. It's a calculated action. That's what's forbidden. So too, it's going to be the same Allah over here. And that is how the Gemara differentiates between the two. That was the original comparison between the Meiser and between the Shabbos. We'll pick up from Kate's Adam Mirza Shem tomorrow.